father, we worship you. We welcome you to this place. Have your way, Holy Spirit. Set us on fire. Help us, Lord Jesus. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We honor you. Jesus, send my Be 
from our previous teachings how that we are created and designed for intimacy and so every part of our being is capable of being spent in love and in intimacy with God whether our spirits our souls or our bodies we are created and designed we are wired by divine intelligence and divine purpose for intimacy hallelujah so you're welcome and i pray you are here with the right reason you are listening with the right reason hallelujah not just for the gifts from the hands from of god but you want to really encounter the heart of god the heart of god and to know his ways you want to live here carrying another measure of the presence and the power of god you want to live here with a deeper understanding into the matters of righteousness hallelujah you want to live here with extra oil hallelujah yes i thank god that just by saying these few things the wrong people have started leaving <laughs> uh, hallelujah oh jesus we give you praise we give you glory bible says in the book of revelation chapter 4 The Bible says that 
The Bible begins to describe the throne of God. And the Bible, John, in that account, makes the description of certain sites around the throne. There are four and twenty elders who were clothed in white raiment, the lightnings and the thunderings, and the voices he heard. These were lamps burning before the throne. He spoke about the sea of glass. And then the four living creatures. And then he says, and when those beasts, there were four beasts, each of them had six wings about, about him. And they were full of eyes within. And they rest not day and night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was, which is, and which is to come. His existence dis- defies time. It defies all seasons. He has timeless conceptual existence. He created time, yet he doesn't live in time. Bible says, and when those beasts give glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on a throne who liveth forevermore, the four and twenty elders also bow before him that sat on the throne and worship him that live forever and ever. And they cast their crowns. They cast their crowns. They cast their crowns before the throne. Hallelujah. It is impossible to worship God and not cast your crown. It is impossible because worship by definition means to lay prostrate. So you can't lay prostrate and your crown will still be wearing you. It's impossible. It is impossible. It is impossible. This evening, this morning, this afternoon, we want to, we've come to the one who is worthy of all praise, of all glory, of all honor, of all power, of all our thanksgiving. And want to cast all our crowns before him. We want to lay prostrate. We want to worship. We want to give him thanks. We want to tell him that thou art worthy. Thou art worthy, O God. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For you have created all things, and for your pleasure they are and were created. Father, you are worthy. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty which is which was and which is to come father this evening we bless you lord we worship you we worship you jesus because you are worthy you have you are worthy of all our glory of all honor of all praise lord all our lives we bring you praise we give you glory we give you honor father we bless you we bless you for your loving kindness which is better than life we thank you for grace, for the oil of intimacy. In the name of Jesus Christ, blessed be your name. Glory, glory, glory. All our thanks and adoration be to your mighty name. You are faithful, Lord. You are faithful, Lord. You are faithful, Lord. You are worthy of all glory, of all honor, of all things, of 
all adoration faithful god receive all glory we have not forgotten how you delivered us we have not forgotten how you saved us we have not forgotten how you came through for us oh in times of adversity when we cried out unto you how you heard us oh god and came through for us father we bless you we bless you we bless you we give you glory in the name of jesus magnificent god we do not take your glory we do not take your kindness we do not take your grace for granted oh god oh god we appreciate we stand in awe of you we stand in awe of your goodness your kindness to us in the name of jesus faithful god take your glory take your glory take your glory take your glory faithful god take your glory faithful god take your honor faithful god take all praise in the name of jesus we bless you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for watching over our lives day after day, for keeping our families day after day. The gift of intelligence, the gift, oh God, of life. That, oh God, we have our members, all our members intact, free from all errors and pains and sickness. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we bless you. We give you glory. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You want to pray and, and tell God that Lord, even as I get into higher heights and deeper depths of my encounter with you through this audio, this meeting, this encounter. You want to tell God that, Lord, wash me clean, sanctify me by the blood. Wash me clean, make me whole. Even as I come and present myself boldly to the throne of grace, Father, help me in the name of Jesus. Father, help me in the name of Jesus. Father, help me in the name of Jesus. Cleanse me, Lord. Purify my heart. Cleanse my hands. Oh, God. Father, renew a right spirit within me. In the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, oh God, oh God, by the blood, by the blood, cleanse, by the blood, restore me unto perfection, a place free from all forms of negativity, in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for cleansing, we thank you for restoration, we thank you for making us whole, in the name of Jesus, we give you praise, we give you glory. Your name be exalted, your name be lifted, your name be adored above every other name in the name of Jesus. Father, we lift you, we adore you, we bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
you're welcome. Those of us who just joined us, God bless you for joining us in fellowship, even as you stay to the end. Amen. Hallelujah. We want to pray in the language of the Spirit and tell God, Bible says in Romans chapter 8, verse 26, even as we continue to climb up the holy hill of the Lord, the mountain of divine experience, you want to lift your voice and pray in the language of the Spirit, and you want to tell God that, Lord, even as I pray in the language of the Spirit, help my infirmity, help my infirmity, help my infirmity in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, likewise, the Spirit himself helps our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself maketh intercessions for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. We can't put these groanings, these these spiritual utterances into words they can't be uttered they cannot be put into articulate human language and understanding it only takes the expression of releasing our sounds our groanings our tongue speaking in the name of jesus it takes us building ourselves building ourselves up on our most holy faith praying in the holy ghost beloved lift your voice why don't you lift your voice and begin to energize begin to energize quicken yourself it draws strength bible says he giveth strength to them that are weak to them that are faint to him who have no mighty increase of strength he giveth power to the faint he giveth power to the faint and to them who had no might to them who have no might he increases strength you want to lift your voice Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, quicken, quicken her, quicken her, grant us strength. Oh, help our infirmities, help our infirmities. Every weaknesses of the flesh, weaknesses of the flesh, weaknesses, oh God of the soul. Even as we interface with your glory, as we interface with your presence. Oh, Lord, power, power to the faith. To them that have no might, Lord, increase our strength. Lord, grant us power, power, power. Help our infirmities in prayer, our infirmity in understanding. Infirmity, oh God, in understanding of your word. Infirmity. Your voice, lift your voice. Be connected, be participate, be active. Marokin in the Kapaluata Lagabas, Matimo Kabendaliata. You are not here to spectate, you are not here to observe, you are not here as an onlooker, you are here as a participant. Be Rokeduataya, Bible said, but we all with unveiled faces. It is we all, beloved, it is we all. Therefore, you want to lift your voice. You want to intensify, increase in frequency, increase in intensity. Because the effectual, the fervent prayer of the righteous, it availed much. It makes tremendous powers available. Ego 
authorities has not aligned our hearts, our motives, our strength, beliefs, capillaries, our entire being, spirit, soul, and body, has equal mania covers, repentance, all radunimika every insight, every light, every grace that needs to be released unto me 
in today's meeting this encounter through my listening to this audio right now lord let me have it in the name of jesus let me not miss my moment of divine appointment and encounter in the name of jesus by your grace by your mercy release unto me every blessing of enlightenment blessings of abundant grace blessings of favor blessings of divine guidance and direction blessings of divine encounters with light in the name of jesus christ oh god by your spirit let every dullness of hearing in my ear be healed in the name of jesus quicken father quicken father quicken father liven father quicken and liven her invigorate her in the name of jesus my spirit so body in the name of jesus father i open up the receptacles of my being the receptacles of my spirit to receive from you to receive wholeheartedly your engrafted word which is able to save my soul oh god prayers and the administration of the spirit in the name of jesus therefore lord help me help me let me not miss my divinely appointed moment and season of encounter and blessing in the name of jesus every blessing lord every truth every light every glory every favor a present in this meeting for my sake lord let me encounter let me receive in the name of jesus christ let me receive let me receive in the name of jesus father release unto me release unto me release unto me release unto me in the name of jesus christ release unto me in the name of jesus hallelujah father i pray for utterance lord help me father help me with utterance oh holy spirit breathe upon us your fresh breath of revival your breath of intimacy your breath of life holy spirit holy spirit your quickening quickening healings healings restoration hey of those that are wounded in the realm of the soul the realm of the mind the realm of the emotions father the realm of the spirit lord heal lord make whole in the name of jesus as we tarry in your presence father i pray you give a touch a touch to one listening right now in the name of jesus christ as many as are connecting her and father typing her oh god to receive connecting and receiving by typing her father i pray that lord oh god you heal you restore perfect lord edify lord grant favor release favor hey favor oh god in the name of jesus the oil of gladness in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that you exalt the horn of everyone at the sound of my voice even before the end of today's meeting. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, make their feet like high feet. In the name of the Lord Jesus, illuminate, illuminate the eyes of their understanding. In the name of Jesus, grace, O oh God, to be like you. Grace to walk like you. Grace to talk like you. In the name of Jesus, grace to manifest your power. Grace, O oh God, to make known your sweet savor, the sweet savor of your knowledge everywhere in the name of Jesus, grace and favor that distinguishes 
in the name of Jesus and oil that breaks yokes in the name of Jesus. I pray that you light up somebody like never before with the fire of the Holy Ghost, the fire of the Holy Ghost, the anointing of the Spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. Another measure of faith. Lord, deal unto every hearer another measure of faith, another measure of grace in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we bless you. We give you glory. or whitewashed tombs like the Pharisees. Outwardly, they are whitewashed, but within, they are full of dead men's bones, thinking things. We pray that God will purge us, purify us, make us ready within and without in the name of Jesus. May God grant us grace for intimacy, extra oil in our vessels to the end. So when he comes, he will find us so doing his will fulfilling his purposes, diligent in service, fervent in spirit, zealous unto all good works, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So, you are welcome once again. This is going to be... What part of the series are we now? Those of us who have been following, this is part what? of our series on the intimacy with God. Prophecy, Lord, we want you. More than healings, we want you. 
Father, more than deliverance. We want you, all of you, Jesus, in the name of Jesus. More than breakthroughs and blessings. Father, we need you, your word, your presence, your glory, in the name of Jesus. For if we have you, Lord, we have everything. We thank you, Lord, for this understanding. In Jesus' name, amen. To be a sanctuary. I can keep praying short, short prayers like this and never end. Because I love God and I love what he's called me to do. Even though I don't always feel like it. One thing you come to realize as you grow and mature in your work with God. And as you keep serving him is that. You, your love of God should you should grow to the point where it is boundless. It's not tied to um, blessings. It is not tied to what you get from Him. It's not tied to a certain breakthrough He gives you. It, 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 it must be from the core of your heart. It must be rooted deeply within you. It must not be affected by circumstances of life. Such love hasn't been tested and tried and proven to be true yet. Because there are, there are times, of course, when God is going to send you on errands and you don't feel like it. You may not look like it, but that is none of God's business and that is none of your business because Moses never really looked like what he was sent to do. Neither did Samuel or David. But when you don't even feel like it, you must still stay the course. You must, you must stay the course. You must do it. Sometimes you are tired, but there's no excuse. Sometimes you are fainting, but there's no excuse. Sometimes you are weak, but there's no excuse. Sometimes you feel inadequate. It is no excuse. Sometimes you feel unprepared. It is still no excuse. Before the God, before whom or to whom all things are possible. Hallelujah. So when we get into today's word, I know many have been joining and disconnecting because of prophecy. <laughs> if you came because of um, I see and I saw, maybe you have to wait to the latter part. When I'm done with my notes and my parchment, a very wayward generation, they don't, they don't want oil. And so many are shallow, many are lost, many are battling with things. That only knowledge of the word of God can solve. There is a form of liberation, a kind, a dimension of spiritual liberation that can only comes through knowledge. Knowledge of the word of God. Jesus said, and you shall know the truth. And the truth that you know, it will set you free. There is no amount of prayer, no amount of prayer, prophecy, no amount of giving, seed sowing and offerings. Can, there, there is no amount of any of these that can save or deliver you. From such bondages, some such shackles, it only comes. You that deliverance only comes through the illumination of the understanding of the mind, and then the eye of the spirit by the light of the word of God, the light of the word of God. Hallelujah. So many are chasing the wrong things. You want prophecy? Do you know you can live your word, your life by the word of God so accurately without any prophetic word? Ask yourself, who who ever prophesied to Jesus? While he was living, did anybody prophesy to him? Who prophesied to him? Yeah, did he, did he miss out on his assignment in life? No. He understood the principle, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. It's a journey. It's a journey. 
on a path and the path in this world is dark and what you need is lamp that has light and he has given it to you in his word hallelujah let's get into today's word I want to do a quick recap of the previous session. That is why I I made us or I kept the opening prayer short so we can have additional time to quickly do this because today's teaching is, is kind of bulky and if if care is not taking it might even roll over into another episode. Amen. All right. From the previous episode, the part 4 um, of our teaching the previous episode before this one you realize that there was an encounter granted john according to revelation chapter 4 verse 1 and we said that anytime we open up to the spirit the spirit gives us encounters intimacy encounters to dwell encounters of intimacy with him hallelujah and we realize that god loves god I didn't mention this but actually god loves god god so loves god god so loves himself that is the reason why there is that organic union and unity between or among the godhead father spirit and son love is the bond of perfection so jesus is eternally god but it's an anointed humanity this was one of i think this was part of my notes but i i I skipped it i think it was an oversight in our previous session i wrote here that jesus and his eternal jesus is jesus is eternally god but in his anointed humanity talking as a man anointed by the spirit he teaches and reveals to us how to love the father the son and the holy spirit as he loved and related to the father in his anointed humanity my god i can't believe that the holy spirit taught me this jesus is eternally god but in his anointed humanity in his anointed humanity he was referred to as the son of man son of man we've seen that script we've seen that phrase scattered in many parts of the scriptures son of man that was his anointed humanity talking and teaching as a man anointed by the spirit he reveals to us how to love the father how to love he himself and the holy spirit and how does he how did he do that he did that by showing us how he loved and related to the father in his while he was still in his anointed humanity on earth hallelujah And we have to be far more confident in God's commitment to us than our commitment to God. Hallelujah. This state, this condition of tender, tenderness of heart is what we call meekness. It's a state of a lowly heart and meek spirit that is conscious of spiritual pride. Hallelujah. Beloved, by the time we get out of here, you come to understand that every believer 
must have an upper room. Every believer must have an upper room. Daniel did. Jesus did. It was a secret place. The disciples also did. quickly rush through the tenfold intensity of seeking God for intimacy. We said number one, so panting, and we looked at Psalm 41 verse 2, Psalm 42 verse 1. We also spoke about tongue failing for thirst. We looked at Isaiah 41 verses 18 and 19, verses 17 and 18. We also said, we also talked about soul fainting for thirst our tongues fail for thirst our souls also fail for the thirst of god someone who seven verse five also looked at the flesh longing for god as a dry and a thirsty land longs for water psalm 63 verse one we went on to look at pouring out the soul in prayer psalm 42 the verses four and then we went on again to look at following hard after god psalm 63 verse eight that we can follow hard after god some of us are following softly after God, reluctantly after God. And then flesh crying out after him. Your flesh can cry out after him. And when your flesh finally shows up before God, it crumbles, it cringes in fear, in awe of his glory, his presence. Hallelujah. We also spoke about watching for God more than they that watch for the day. How does some of us, when our monies are getting finished, you know, and the end of the month is approaching. We are we are in, in a hurry. We, we 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 so much wish. We are so much in a hurry, and we pray that the day should should move faster so that we see the end of the month for our salaries to be paid, so we can have monies on us. Even though the salaries or the monies you are expecting, maybe you are not even taking much. It is scanty. It is a meager amount of salary, a meager and a scanty amount of money. Yet you are hoping. Day in, day out, you are counting. Even if you don't, if you are the type who doesn't pay attention to the date and the calendar, all of a sudden you begin to take record. Hey, what is today's date? That is the watching for God. The watching. We can employ this same watching and longing to watch for God more than they that they that watch for the day. Hallelujah. According to Psalm 130, verses 5 and 6. And then we also go forth weeping. Psalm 126, verse 5 and 6. They that go forth weeping, bearing precious seed, shall come rejoicing. Hallelujah. Then we also spoke about the tenth point, seeking God as for a hidden treasure. Because God is the ultimate treasure of life. With this treasure come, comes all other treasures. That is why the Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things. Every other treasure. Wealth. Gold that you are gold that we consider as treasures on the earth today. Gold is in the domain of wealth. Hallelujah. In fact, when you talk about wealth, it's a combination of riches and health. Wealth is deeper than riches, it's bigger than riches. The domain of divine wealth is 
deeper, is bigger, is wider than just having mere riches, amounting substances of value in the earth realm. Wealth is more than that. Hallelujah. And we understand that God is able to give us everything. Once we, we seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, seek God and his righteousness, his truth, and then all other things, wealth, fame, popularity, divine connections, breakthrough marriages, prophetic words, healings, deliverances, everything, good job, beautiful family, they will all be added. They are additions, they are bonuses, they are the crumbs from the table. Hallelujah. The main meal is God. The rest are dessert. The main meal, the focus is Jesus. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. The author and finisher of our faith. If he authored your faith, the day you take your eyes off of him, it will be the day your faith begins to fail. If you take your eyes off the author and finisher of your faith, the one who authored it, and begin to look away to the wrong things, to the afflictions of life, the troubles of life, like Peter, the storms of the seas of life, and look away, seeking breakthroughs and unnecessary things, it is possible that your faith can hit the rocks and you begin to experience catastrophes that have wrecked their lives and the destinies of many because their faith failed. Faith failure is more hazardous than heart failure. Heart failure may cause you to lose your life only temporarily in the realm of time, in the domain of the earth. But faith failure can land you beyond the realms of time into a place of hell in eternity. Hallelujah. When we are unable to keep the faith to the end, our faith fails us. We can land in a wrong place. Hallelujah. We also, I wanted to touch on healthy desires worth thirsting for. Healthy desires worth thirsting for. But I wouldn't want to go there today. Amen. I want to still go straight into the oil of intimacy. Hallelujah. So with this recap of the previous episode, those of us who are not around, I believe you've been blessed. I believe God has blessed you with this short um, recap. It encapsulates the key points of what we did the last time. Now I want to get into the theme so that we can have more time maybe for ministrations in the spirit. Amen. So today, this is the fifth path, part five of our series on intimacy with God. We've looked at intimacy with God, the background that is the need for intimacy. That was a part one. We looked at intimacy with God created and designed for intimacy. That was a part two. We also looked at intimacy with God. Um, which part was that? The third part was a desire a longing desire or a loving desire and a drawing near for intimacy and then we looked at the part four a charge a charge to intimacy and now we are looking at the path five the fifth path today's path is the oil of intimacy the oil of intimacy and it's how it is, it is amazing how the holy spirit can teach how he can keep giving us insight and revelation the more we align with him today we are looking at the oil of intimacy hallelujah 
I want everyone at the sound of my voice to type that. Father, we thank you. Lord, we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you glory. I want to make my declaration that I, Samuel, I am growing bigger, better, wiser, stronger, more knowledgeable, more powerful. Through the encounter, my encounter with the word of God and the presence of God today, in the name of Jesus, I receive more favor and grace. I shall never be weak. I will continue to be the head and not the tail, above only and never beneath, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Now that was my, de my declaration. You can also make it your declaration. Beloved, as I get into the word today, the word before anything else, the word before prayer and the word before healings and deliverances, the word before pro the prophet prophecies and the word before every other thing. Amen. I believe that even in the course of the teaching of the word, God is going to minister specially to the heart of everyone listening, everyone at the sound of my voice. God is going to speak to you a timely word in season. You are going to hear and you are going to know the will of God for your life. He's going to clarify or give you clarity as to how to pursue him as to the errors and the inconsistencies of your the inconsistencies of your pursuits of him hallelujah and i believe that even healings are going to take place minds are going to be liberated every troubles in your soul god is going to lift up burdens and then even every infirmities of the flesh i declare and i decree by the presence of the holy spirit that infirmities in the flesh from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet god is going to minister complete divine healing and wholeness to you in the name of jesus bible says god sent forth his word and he delivered them and he healed them from all their diseases as the word comes at the proclamation of the, the word of god may god heal you from every disease every infirmity the infirmity of lack of understanding the infirmity of human foolishness the infirmity of of every in every sickness of the flesh the infirmity of inconsistencies the infirmities of wrong habits in the name of the lord jesus and grant you wisdom freedom for where the spirit of the lord is there is liberty freedom of spirit freedom of soul freedom of body in the name of the lord jesus christ may god grant you his truth graciously and may god may god strengthen you and grant you a deeper understanding of the matters of righteousness in the name of jesus you are blessed hallelujah you are blessed to be here you are blessed for staying with us up to this point and you will be blessed more blessed even so for staying to the end amen so beloved like i always say i need your ears daddy god needs your heart hallelujah i samuel i am only a sower i've been sent for to sow i need your ears daddy god our loving father needs your heart amen so let's be attentive make notes participate even as you i see your activity on the platform i may minister to some of us prophetically in the course of the teaching amen and those of us who have just joining us if you haven't followed the podcast i want to encourage you humbly and treat you to click the plus button beside the name burning ones to follow the podcast if you haven't done so amen 
so that anytime we come live you get the notification not only so anytime we publish any of our teachings you also get notified firsthand amen amen we are a bible believing people we believe every sound doctrine of the bible we believe in prayers the ministration of the spirit the gifts of the spirit every good thing in the bible hallelujah but we fast a lot we teach a lot we pray a lot hallelujah so we are a fiery family that is why our name is the burning ones in the bible it is a name for the seraphims they are the closest to the throne of god they are the highest ranking of all celestial beings or celestial entities the, the seraphims who are the burning ones or the fiery ones they are the closest to the throne of god hallelujah and bible describes their nature that is not a theme for this teaching so i don't want to get into that i want to get straight into the word amen and today we shall be looking at the story um, of the five wise and five foolish virgins there were ten virgins hallelujah we understand that the distinguishing factor was the the, the fact that five they all they all had oil they all had oil but five carried extra oil with them in extra vessels not in a lamp but in an extra vessel but the foolish ones had no extra oil with them so when the bride the groom tarried they found themselves wanting hallelujah hallelujah people of god god has called us into intimacy it is a fellowship of oneness with him god has called you god has called me to the place of intimacy a fellowship of oneness with his divinity and he has given unto us all things that pertain to this kind of life and to godliness through the knowledge of him who has called us but it is possible that after we have done all the things every activity of the christian it is still possible to not be able to enter in it is still possible to lose our places it is still possible to be shut out like the five foolish virgins in revelation 20 he said behold i stand at the door and knock if anyone hear my voice and opens he says that i will come into him and then he with me and i'll dine with me i'll dine with him that was a scripture revelation 3:20 was a scripture to believers it was to the laodicean church god wasn't writing that to unbelievers it was believers whose love were growing cold their love for their maker their heart connection with god was growing cold because they were they were they were pursuing and seeking and searching for the wrong things and after they got them according to revelation 3 verse 16 downwards bible says that they said we are rich in merchandise in gold we are rich they said unto themselves this was this was what god told jesus told the angel of that church to tell them he said tell them tell the laudation church they are my church they are my people they want to be found in me and I, but they don't want me to be found in them so they have said to themselves i am rich i am increased with goods what kind of goods and i have i have need of nothing and thou knowest not in all of their thinking and their boasting 
they knew not the ignorance of their hearts had darkened their understanding and their knowledge so they knew not that they were wretched and miserable and poor and they were blind and naked can you imagine the spiritual state of a church a whole church wretched miserable poor blind and naked that is the state of many believers today they are out of intimacy with god they are out of intimacy with god they have lost touch with god their hearts has lost connection with god by virtue of that lost connection that tenderness is no longer there the tenderness of of loving god and service is no longer there it has been choked with the wrong things desire for wealth desire for recognition desire for breakthrough the gifts that proceed the presents that proceed from the hand of god and not necessarily the oil of intimacy or knowing the heart of god no they don't want that believers today many connected okay i will teach i will teach the word yes i will teach the word many got connected here because they saw it is strictly prophetic yes we will prophesy but i will teach the word of god first if you want to stay and listen to the end if you don't want it, you can leave many today have lost their compass they have lost the, the the spiritual compass of the holy ghost because their coordinates which needs their coordinates which should be calibrated spiritual coordinates which should be calibrated by the holy ghost has not been availed to god So they are searching for the wrong things in right places and the right things in wrong places. We have majored in the minors and minored in the majored. We have prioritized the inferior and deprioritized the superior. Hallelujah. One thing is needful. In the previous episodes, if you are just joining us, you can look at the previous episodes. The published podcast on on intimacy with god we have so many teachings by god's grace more than 200 published episodes which are all free for downloads free for listening by god's grace you realize that we said that one thing is needful that no matter you can be a jack of all trades all right but you must be a master of one in the kingdom one thing is needful one thing david said it apostle paul said it jesus told Martha, he said, Martha, Martha, thou art worried about many things. Martha was encumbered, was laden with much service. Today, many of you realize that you are serving. You are serving in the house of God and your acts of service are good. They are not evil, but you, you can serve your way out of the kingdom. Just like R.W. Shambach wrote a book, How to Heal the Sick, Preach the Gospel, Heal the Sick, Cast Out Demons and Still Go to Hell many of us will realize that we can do these things and still end up on the wrong side of eternity when you are consumed in service bible says let your light so shine it's a command but it must be executed with precision divine understanding and must be executed while we are still in tune with the author of that command with the one who gave us that command and that decree hallelujah believers or beloved in christ there is more to life 
than just a car. There is more to life than just a word of wisdom, a word of prophecy. There is, a, there is more to life than just having, a, a, you know, establishing businesses. There is more to life than just marrying right, having a beautiful wife, a beautiful husband. There is more to life than having good grades, excellent academic track record and credentials. There is more to life than having links and connections with men. There is more to life than being anointed. There is more to life. Than any of these things and these things that I'm talking about that which is more to life is found in eternity it is revealed in eternity when we all stand before the judgment seat of Jesus then every work we did will be brought to bear it will be tested put through the test of fire and that is when we will get to realize that what many of the things we did were just chaff will be burned to ashes there is more to life and that which is more to life is seeking the face of god knowing god intimately beyond reasonable doubt so that we will not be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine because today they are preaching everywhere and yet the word of truth is still in scarcity it is still in scarcity people are preaching and yet we are still we are still destitute of the accurate word of god people are ministering there are more churches today the ratio of churches to human population has increased and yet sin abounds all the more we know prophetically by divine timeline that certain things are automatically they are scheduled on God's timeline to, to, to manifest. They are supposed to happen in these days. Yes, rightly so. But the, the purpose of the church is to act as lights of the world. So that we can, we can what? We can check the, the church. You and I are the salt of the world. We are the light of the world. We are to act as checks to darkness as, by functioning as light. And by salt, by functioning as salt, we are supposed to introduce taste to the places where there is no taste. We are supposed to introduce preservation to, to, to the destinies of men that are being destroyed and are lacking preservation. But what do you see today? What do you see today? That was the state of the Laudation Church. Jesus said, you are my church. Bible says surely the foundation of the Lord standeth sure having this seal the Lord knoweth them that are his and let every man that nameth the name of God if you put the name of God on you you know by being born again into the kingdom automatically you bear a new identity you you take on yourself the name of God so you're also a God because your father is a God he gives birth to only gods that is why we are gods we are sons of God. That makes us God. He says, Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. That is why the world knoweth not us because it knew him not. Hallelujah. So we have the name of God on us. So he says, Let every man that nameth the name of God depart from iniquity. If my people who are called by my name ha, shall humble themselves 
So if you are somebody naming the name of God, beloved, we have great responsibility. Oh, God bless Minister David for the scripture. The foundation of God stands sure, it has the seal. God knows them that are His. The five wise virgins, what qualified them was the oil. The oil, that extra oil, it was the identity that made them properties of the groom so that they entered in and were able to have intimacy and affair with the groom which the other five virgins could not have hallelujah bible says that and anyone and anyone that named the name of god must depart from iniquity anyone that named the name of god must depart from iniquity that was what god called the laudation church to when he told the angel jesus told the angel to tell them you have said you are rich you are increased with goods you find these same things in second second peter i think chapter is it second peter chapter two or so yes verse one downwards it says wherefore laying aside all malice guile hypocrisies and blah 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 these are the things that choke the hunger and the love of god in many believers the other one is the cares and the riches of this world see the laodicean church this was a whole church and not even one person could come to the to the knowledge of the reality of their true spiritual state what what what, what a state what a state of the, the oh my god thou sayest i am rich many of us say i have arrived i have a church i have a ministry i have the money i have a good house i have a spouse what 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 else i don't need anything I think going to church once in a week and all of that is enough i come i say so, my my prayers before bedtime for 10 minutes and that is enough no you are not hungry you are not hungry and desperate for more of god yet i am rich and increased with goods and have no need of and have need of nothing and knowest not that thou art wretched spiritually wretched and miserable and you are still receiving prophetic words but you are wretched receiving more re, re, receiving more words of wisdom and words of knowledge but still miserable not 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 relationship with god is not working and you are poor you are blind you are naked every one of these things mentioned answer to or they correspond to a certain spiritual reality but time will not permit me to talk about the wretchedness being miserable being poor being blind and naked naked it means that you you you've not come to the true knowledge of jesus christ yet because it takes accurate knowledge of jesus to be able to put on christ and to be clothed with christ to cover your spiritual nakedness with christ then he says that i counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire there is gold the word of god bible says the word of god has been tried seven times purified seven times i wish somebody can help me with that scripture it's been tried it's been refined purified seven times it says that thou mayest be rich that is the only thing that can confer on you true spiritual riches which will eventually manifest in physical riches and white raiment cover yourself with righteousness that thou mayest be clothed 
and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear and anoint thine eyes with eye salve that thou mayest see then he says as many as i i love i rebuke and chasten be zealous therefore and repent zeal unto repentance if god tells you this if you are listening to this you are still here connected and you're not offended by the word of god then it means that you love god it's a measure of your love it's a measure of your hunger and your devotion to god how you are willing to realign your life and realign your path realign your hunger for god it is a sign that you are zeal you are zealous you have a zeal unto repentance hallelujah yes psalm 12 verse 6 the words of the lord are pure words as silver tried in a furnace in a, in a furnace earth purified seven times this should enlighten you about what the book of revelation is saying in revelation 3 18 it says that i counsel thee to buy of me go try in the fire the word of god tried the word of god is god himself gold because that which is gold symbolizes divinity so if the word is of god then it is of of divinity purified seven times what that means is that the word of god is absolutely perfect it is infallible it is inerrant it is free from errors it cannot fail How do you buy this? Buy the truth and sell it not. Beloved, knowledge of God is for free. It is for free. There, but the only price tag on it is diligence, study. Buying the truth through studies. Buy the truth and sell it not. I read somewhere that knowledge is not for free. You have to pay attention. Knowledge is not for free. You have to pay attention. What you are hearing didn't come for free. I had to pay attention to the Spirit of God. I have to. I had to tarry. Today, my brother called me. We were talking. We spoke for close to twenty, close to about thirty minutes or so. And out of the thirty or forty minutes, I barely given him attention because as we were speaking, the Holy Spirit now will minister to me and whisper to me and I tell him bro I am preparing for today's ministration so I have to excuse you I have to leave you and begin writing keep writing what the Spirit of God is telling me because if I don't they will vaporize it will evaporate so he'll be there in the Holy Spirit to speak and I'll keep writing and typing when I think I am about ending the new insight floodlight my my eyes and my understanding he just hits me with 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 great uh, 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 extra light of revelation and i have to keep writing at a point he himself was like bro i understand you write it all because this is very necessary a price had to be paid knowledge is not for free you have to pay attention 
satisfied. Hallelujah. People of God. The word of God is able to make us everything it promises. So when you buy the gold of God, you will be rich. You will be rich spiritually. And that riches spiritually, when you put diligence to it, will manifest physically. Hallelujah. Bible says that he that had an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches, unto the church of Burning Ones Revival Network, unto the church of God in these end times, unto all the members of the body of Christ, including you listening right now. Hallelujah. Intimacy. The oil of intimacy. I want us to get into the word today. I want to look at the relationship between faith, the oil of intimacy and spiritual preparedness. I didn't start today's note. I just am now starting today's note. The relationship between faith, the oil of intimacy and spiritual preparedness or alertness. Intimacy with God. The oil of intimacy. In Songs of Solomon chapter 1 verse 2, the Bible says, Let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth, for thy love is better than wine. Wine is an emblem, one of the tokens of divine satisfaction when it comes to affection. Flagons are raising cakes. They are made, made of wine. And kisses are the eloquence of love and, and affection. Hallelujah. Kisses are the eloquence of love. The, the affluence, articulation of intimacy. I'm talking about kisses when it comes to fellowship. Bible says faithful are the wounds of a friend in the book of Proverbs. Profuse are the cases of an enemy. I'm not talking about an enemy's case. I'm talking about the case that exists between two who have agreed to work together. Such cases are the eloquence of affection. Hallelujah. Beloved, God's love is better than anything we can find on earth. It is incomparable to anything. That is why we must pay any price, any price, every price. If it means costing us our the whole of ourselves, we must be willing to pay and to give of ourselves. If it means sacrificing, offering our substance, we must be willing and should be willing at all times to sacrifice, to give our substance unto him. These are the eloquence of our love. It's a demonstration of our kisses. The kisses of our love. 
or the sorry the cases of our mouth these these become the acts that serve as the spiritual cases of our mouth to god as he kisses us with grace we kiss him with service he kisses us with favor we kiss him with surrender as he, he kisses us with, with divine providence we kiss him back with our worship a life in total surrender this is how we exchange the kisses of divine intimacy this is how we exchange divine kisses of divine intimacy the kisses of love in intimacy his kisses and our kisses become the expressions of our eloquence eloquence of our divine love and when the, the holy spirit was telling me teaching me these things i was amazed i was so amazed if i show you things that the holy spirit taught me and the notes myself i am baffled i i just i just after everything all i told the holy spirit holy spirit i am i am deeply humbled i never knew i never knew and each moment he will keep saying more so i can always expand the notes even right to up to a minute before the ministration minister winning is an ex, is a living witness to these very things i'm not expanding because i think it will be insufficient i'm expanding because he's still speaking even though i know i may not be able to offload everything in one episode hallelujah Shut that Bible says in Luke chapter 7, verse 44. Bible says, Jesus turned to the woman and said unto Simon, Seest thou this woman? I entered into thine house. Thou gavest me no water for my feet, but she washed, she has washed my feet with her tears and wiped them with his with the hairs of her head. Thou gavest me no kiss. But this woman, since the time I came in, has not ceased to kiss my feet, to kiss my feet, my head, with oil. Thou didst not anoint, but this woman has anointed my feet with oil. My God. Wherefore I say unto thee, her sins which are many are forgiven, for she loved much. Listen to the words of Jesus. For the woman pouring oil on her feet giving him water for his feet washing his feet with the, her tears wiping them with the hairs of her head kissing her feet her feet sorry kissing his feet jesus said according to jesus she has loved much hallelujah but to whom little is forgiven, the same loved little. And he said unto her, Thy sins are forgiven thee. Many of us have no idea. We have not sat down to take stock of our lives. To take... In fact, you have not sat down. Some of us are business students. You have not drawn a balance sheet of the blessings of God in the right proportions the measures unquantifiable measures that he has given unto you doled out to you and your family so you have no idea your mind has not yet comprehended apostle paul said that we may come to the place to comprehend to comprehend with all saints what is the, the length and the depth and the breadth and the height of the love of god which passeth knowledge according to ephesians chapter 3. we have not come there yet because we have not counted the cost 
of that love to us when you come there no price is too great like the woman in moments of sober reflection in times of deep intimacy in your closet with god your tears tears will just begin to to begin to just drop or flow out of your, your your eye they will just drop from your cheeks because of the tenderness of your heart because of that longing desire you know that you know that you know that he has loved you with an everlasting love and that love has to be the fulcrum around which every work every activity all of your worship should revolve like the woman you will wash his feet you will serve jesus like the woman you will kiss jesus with your cases of surrender your cases of worship your cases of service your cases of giving you will kiss god you anoint his feet with ointment you will let loose of the eloquence of your love hallelujah oh holy spirit we thank you Minister Steph, do you have any member in your family in the military or the police service or trying to get in there? Or you are close to somebody like that? I'm talking to Minister Stephanie. Wow. I see a door the Holy Spirit just showed me a door being open for him and I see an increase in position more like an increase in rank hallelujah tell him to be careful of his friends tell him to take his devotion to God very serious amen I'll keep it at that. We have a lot to deal with. I'll just continue. And Steph, Minister Steph, I want you to make it a personal business, okay? Make yourself an intercessor for him from today. I don't know what his name is. I want you to take it upon yourself to be praying for him every single day. Because I see that he has been a blessing and he's going to be a greater blessing to you. Especially after school. I don't know how your relationship with him is like. How is your relationship with him? He's going to be a great blessing to you. Pray for his well-being. Okay? Wow. Pray so much for him and his wife, his family. Pray for him. Okay? Alright. Alright. So we want to get into the relationship between faith, the oil of intimacy, and spiritual preparedness. Hmm. In Matthew 24 and 25, we see Jesus' final public teachings just before the upper room in the book of Acts. 
Jesus reveals himself as the bridegroom. In Matthew 25, you see that he reveals himself also as a king. In some of the parables in Matthew 24 and 25, he also reveals himself as a judge, especially Matthew 24. Even Matthew 25, the verse 14 downwards, um, in the parable of the talents, when he came for accountability, he cast the unfaithful servant into utter darkness. Hallelujah. We see that these parables, these teachings, or these final public teachings of Jesus were mostly pertaining to the matters of the last days. What, what they, they describe in theology as eschatology, okay? I'm not here to bombard you or to um, bemuse you or to stupefy any of us with any heavy theological words. I'm not, I'm not in for that. Eschatology it simply means matters of the last days or the end time, last days or the final days. Amen. It's coming from eschatos and then logos. So the knowledge of the last things. Eschatos meaning last things. Hallelujah. Now, let's, can someone help us with Luke chapter 18 verse 8. Luke chapter 18 verse 8. <laughs> this was a particular scripture that when we got here, I was, <laughs> I was talking to my brother when the Holy Spirit just arrested me. For about 10 minutes he was online, I put him on hold and I was just writing. When I want to give him attention, another thing drops. Hallelujah. Luke 18 verse 8. The Bible says, I tell you. No, no, please. This is incomplete. I like the King James. I tell you, I prepare my notes according to King James. This is not complete. This is the first part of the 8. Alright. Good. God bless you, Minister. Step, Minister. Stephanie. Alright, he says, I tell you, Minister Stephanie, Minister Eugene, God bless you. I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth. This statement came. God bless you, Minister Winning. This statement came after Jesus taught them or Bible says in the, the verse 1 that and he spake a parable unto them saying that men ought always to pray and not faint. He was teaching them about prayer and diligence in prayer about how a certain widow sought justice from a certain judge who regarded not, not man. Bible describes him as an unrighteous judge, unrighteous judge who regarded not man nor regarded men. He didn't even regard men. Bible makes us understand that by virtue of the persistence of this widow this poor widow, the unfaithful, unrighteous judge, eventually gave in to her request because she was importunate. And so the same way, Jesus now questions, says, however, if the Son of Man comes, he says, I tell you, even so, when we also pray as believers, okay, when we pray and we are persistent in prayer, we've been dealing with gates. Some of us have been on that journey together with me. And you wonder why we keep praying that prayer we keep we keep hammering on that it's because we have to deal with certain things with persistence in prayer bible says that when we keep knocking 
and our prayers. God will avenge us in every area that we need vengeance. He will do so speedily. Nevertheless, what matters to God the more, the, the most or the more is that when he comes, he will find faith on the earth. You know what that means? God wants to still come and find us in, his, in him, doing his will, doing his bidding, his bidding. God wants to come and find you and I still in intimacy with him. To find faith is to find a people, a remnant, who are still committed to him, diligent in him, loving of him, committed to him. Hallelujah. God is ready to avenge you. God is ready to bless you. He is more than willing to deliver you. Nevertheless, when he, the son of man, cometh, shall he find faith on the earth. Will you be standing strong and firm or your faith would have grown cold? Will your lamp still be lighted and burning or it would have run out of oil and died or dimmed like the five foolish virgins? Will you be up and burning like the five wise virgins or you'll be shattered? Will he come and find you doing his will? In Matthew 24, Bible says, Blessed is a servant whom when his Lord or his master cometh shall find him so doing. Finding faith on the earth is proof of finding a people, a remnant, who are still in love with, with and devoted to their God. What the things that God taught me in preparation are the very things I'm sharing with us. Remember that when we're looking at our, our series on faith, when we're looking at that series on faith, we, we got to a point where we're looking at the dimensions of our faith. And we, we spoke about faith in Him. How many of us remember that? Faith in Him. Now, that faith in Him is a good measurement of our spiritual health. It's a very good measurement, indicator of our connection and revelation of who Jesus is. The extent of that faith, the depth of that faith. The strength of that faith. Faith in Him is a good measurement of our spiritual health, our spiritual connection and revelation of who this Jesus is. Faith in Him and love for Him is what fuels, it is what fuels our diligence and provokes unhindered devotion unto good works. Oh my God. I was amazed. Precious Holy Spirit. Bible says that he that cometh to God must believe that he is, is a, he exists and is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. He that cometh to God must believe, that is faith, that he is, faith in him. And he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You see, your extent of belief determines the strength or the magnitude or the degree of your faith. And the degree of your faith, the magnitude 
of your faith. It also quantifies, it determines how much you are going to devote yourself to Him, how much you are going to love Him, how much you are going to spend time in intimacy with Him, so that when He comes, He will still find faith on the earth. Men who are in faith, men who are aligned, men who are still committed, loving Him, not just loving Him, but serving Him out of the, the, the love they have for Him. Because we serve God from God. Our services to God must be from God. Hallelujah. He is a rewarder. Second Thessalonians 1 verse 11. It says that, Wherefore also we pray always for you, that our God will count you worthy of this calling, and fulfill all the good pleasure of this goodness, and the work of faith, the work of faith with power. This faith in Him produces works. And that faith is a result of intimacy. Titus 2, 3 verse 7 says that being justified by His grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. This is a faithful saying, and these things I, I will that thou affirm constantly, that they which have believed in God might be careful to maintain good works. So faith in Him and love for Him is what fuels our diligence. Why do you think I do what I do? Why do you think you have taken your role in this commission to do what you do? Leading prayers, doing what you do in fasting, doing what you do in winning souls, doing what you do in downloading podcasts, doing what you do in sharing the live show, winning, bringing in new members, new souls into the commission. It is simply because of your faith in Him which has provoked a certain love for Him, which fuels your diligence and provokes unhindered devotion unto good works. Devotion that is unhindered by malice, guile, jealousy, rivalry, evil speakings, or the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, or the riches of this world, or the cares of this world. It is that love, that faith. Bible says, but avoid foolish questions and genealogies and contentions and strivings about the law, for they are unprofitable and vain. These questions and genealogies and contentions, they rob you of your love for God. They quench the zeal and the fire of the Holy Spirit. They quench the fiery substance of God's divine affection in you. Old wise fables, genealogies, questions, foolish questions. That's what the Bible says in Titus chapter 3 verse 9. And strivings about the law. They are unprofitable. Hallelujah. Now, still on that scripture, Luke 18 verse 8. But if the Son of Man comes, shall he find faith on the earth? The measure of our faith communicates. The measure of our faith communicates spiritual stature and maturity. Depth of intimacy and preparedness for his revelation or the revelation of Jesus in his second advent. 
This is what the Spirit of God told me. The measure of our faith, you see, when I measure your faith, or maybe on a scale of 100, the, 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 the score that I get, the percentage recorded, is an accurate communication and reflection of your spiritual stature and maturity, the depth of your intimacy, and even your preparedness for his revelation or his coming at the time of his second advent. Hallelujah. Because in Matthew 25, in the parable of the, the, the five wise, the ten virgins, that is the five wise, the five foolish virgins, it is a period, a time, a parable that talks about the second advent of Jesus. He's coming again. He came the, the first time as a baby, born in a manger. He came to do the Father's will, to reveal the Father to us, to show us the way of salvation. But this time he's coming as a, a, as a judge. He's coming as a king. He's coming as a lion, no longer as a lamb. Hallelujah. And the measure of our faith gives us accurate indication of these things that I, these spiritual metrics that I just spoke about. Now, the stronger the faith, the greater the love. The Holy Spirit said, the stronger the faith, the greater the love. And then the healthier the belief, the deeper the intimacy, and the more wholesome or thorough the preparation. I trust God that in the time when we begin to design flyers of our quotes, the quotes from our teachings, because they are not from people, they are, they are not from somebody's books or sermons or something. I believe that at the right time, when we begin to design flyers, we can capture some of these quotes so that they can bless lives. Hallelujah. The stronger the faith, the greater the love, and the healthier the the, the stronger the faith, the greater the love, the healthier the belief, the deeper the intimacy, and the more wholesome and thorough the preparation. The preparation to meet him in the second advent. So you see, faith has a link with love and our belief and our intimacy, even our preparation for his coming. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now let's look at preparation through striving for mastery. Or should we get into the parable? Oh my God. Oh my God. How much time do I have? Because if I'm not careful, this note alone might give us three sessions. Unless I skip or I jump things which I don't want to. Because the Holy Spirit wants everyone to have everything. Amen. session 
Beloved, just take a few seconds, about 30 seconds, pray in the language of the Spirit, quicken yourself, tell the Holy Spirit to, to open your, your spiritual receptacles wider to receive more from Him. That you cause a word to sink deeper into your spirit and overflow to your soul so that you can exhibit the practice of it in your body. In the name of Jesus. Grace to be doers, not hearers only. We are here to gather. We are here to gather celestial fruits on earthly grounds, celestial fruits. On terrestrial grounds, you want to lift your voice, tell God, Oh Holy Spirit, feed me, Lord, fill me more, fill me more, feed me till I want no more in the name of Jesus. Open my eyes to see deeper, my spirit to be satisfied in the name of Jesus. Stir up a desire, a greater desire in me for a, a deeper longing, a deeper longing for more of you in the name of Jesus. Awaken me. Awaken me, awaken in me every place that I'm sleeping. Awaken in me love, alertness, spiritual alertness. Oh God, spiritual alertness, consistency, and desire and longing in every place where I am asleep. And thou, oh God, where my love is dying for you in the name of Jesus. Awaken it, oh God. Bring it alive, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Please, can someone help us with Matthew 25, the verses 1 through 13? Shut up ahead. I always believe in the mysteries of the word. You know that. So I won't stay too much on the stories. We all know the stories. The stories inform. I keep saying that, but the mysteries transform. Hallelujah. We are after the mysteries so we can be transformed. Bible says, then shall, then, talking about time. What time? The times of a second advent. Then, when he will come again, then shall the kingdom of heaven. No time to get into the kingdom and the kingdom of heaven. Be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise, and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps, and took no oil with them. Oil with them. But the wise took oil in their lamps. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. A cry, The bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. Beloved, <laughs> then all those virgins rose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, At the time when the bridegroom was coming, 
they were now saying to the wise, the foolish, were now saying to the wise, give us of your oil. Give us of your oil. For our lambs are gone out. But the wise answered saying, not so, lest there be not enough for us and you. But go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. And there is no time, O beloved. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came. And they that were ready. I want somebody to type ready. They that were ready. Ready to meet him, not ready for breakthrough. Ready to meet him, not ready to, for a prophetic word. Ready and prepared to meet their Savior. Beloved, prepare to meet your God. Jesus is coming soon. I'm using this opportunity to herald the second advent of Jesus. Jesus is coming soon. We ought to prepare to meet our God. We worship him corporately as a body, as a family, as a church. But on that day, we will stand before him as individuals, individuals. But we, though we worship him as a family, we will, we will stand before his judgment seat to account, to render accounts unto him individually. He will not deal with us as a church. He will not deal with you based on your pastor or your mother. He will deal with you. He will deal with me as an individual. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came. And they that were ready went in with him to the marriage. And the door was shut. Afterward came also the other virgins, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us mercy. May this never be our story all throughout life until the day he calls us home in the name of Jesus. All the way from life's first cry to the final breath. May this never be our story in the name of Jesus. All the way from the cradle to the grave. This will never be our portion in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. May God never say to any of us that depart from me. I know you not. Ye worker of iniquity. Bible says that, but he answered and said unto them, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. These were all virgins. They were all Christians. That parable the types and the figures used in that parable. Number one, the, the ten virgins were all Christians. They were believers. Number two, they all knew about the groom. That means they knew Jesus. They knew about Jesus. But they were virgins because they had not had a certain experience, deep experience of intimacy with God yet. Is an experience that cannot be revealed on earth. Here on earth, we, we experience certain bits and pieces of intimacy, aspects, I'll call it chinks and photons of revelations of intimacy with God. But the entirety, the entirety of the peak of that experience will happen when we are caught up with Him, when we are united with Him. So they knew about Jesus. Number two. Number three. They were expecting or looking forward to the coming of the groom. They were looking forward to the second advent of Jesus. Or God. 
Number three and number four, they they had lamps. They all had lamps. That means they all had ministries. They were all alive spiritually. Sorry, they all had they all had lamps. That means they were alive spiritually. Their lamps were burning. That means, sorry, they, they all had lamps. That means that they all had ministries. Their lamps were burning. That means that they were spiritually alive unto God. They were connected. They were connected. Hallelujah. And Bible makes us understand that they had oil in their vessels. So they carried they carried a degree, a quantity of oil of intimacy from the Holy Spirit. They carried a certain level of preparedness, willingness, readiness, discretion while they waited for God. Hallelujah. Bible makes us understand that How did I get here? Beloved, that day, it is just you and God. No husband, no children. That is why, as a family, you must teach yourselves that you must marry a man who can teach you, groom you, prepare you, help you, Grow your work with God. Groom you spiritually. Not just the one who give you money and plenty sex and take you out on holidays. Matters of the spirit are more lasting than matters of, of the flesh in this earthly realm. So you can't afford to be careless. No. Marry right. And after you have married and you start making kids, take the responsibility, assume the responsibility to raise up your children, your kids in the fear of God. Because if they should die before their time, outside of the age of accountability, God is going to require of a certain aspect of their pro the prosperity of their soul from your hands. That's why the Bible says, train up a child. So long as they are children, they are under your care. They are your responsibility. Their wills and understanding are not fully developed. So they don't know how to exercise their will to the right things. So your will must be involved, be intertwined with their wills in guiding them, making, helping them make the right choices. You must teach them the way. There are many ways on this earth, but they must know the way to go. That means they must know Jesus. They must know Jesus. Because Jesus is the way, the truth, the life. Nobody comes to the Father except through Him. They may know mathematics, no problem. They may know geography, no problem. You may teach them or pay for another to teach them physics, no problem. You may pay for another to teach them biology, metaphysics, no problem. At the end of the day, one, one knowledge must trump all the other knowledges, all the other pieces of knowledge. And that is the knowledge 
of Christ, the revelation of Christ. Else, they may know all things, and being deficient in this one knowledge makes them incompetent for eternity, unqualified for eternity. Though in time, in the realm of time, they may be relevant. They will be highly sought after academicians, highly sought after physicists, highly sought after lawyers and, and, and engineers. But in eternity, God will say to them, depart from me, I know you not. Hallelujah. So it's a very risky place to be. Pray for your loved ones. Pray for your family. Help your family. Hallelujah. And we know that God will help us to keep helping people or others as we help them. Amen. So I have drawn a foundation about these five wise virgins. All Christians haven't had an experience with number one, you are all Christians. Number two, they haven't had an, an in that particular kind of intimate experience with a groom before. Number three, they all um, knew about the groom. Number four, they were expecting him. Number five, they had lamps that suggested that, that they had ministries. Number six, their lamps were burning. That suggested that their spirits were alive, they were connected to God. And you come to understand all of these things. The Bible says that the, the spirit of a man is the candle of the Lord. Hallelujah. And they had oil in their vessels. That means that they all had the oil of intimacy. The grace for intimacy. Hallelujah. And a certain, a certain level of spiritual alertness. Spiritual awakeness. A certain level of spiritual discretion. Hallelujah. And labor and diligence. But... There is something that makes a difference. We have just five minutes to the end of the podcast. If I start right now, we won't go far. So we reserve this for another session. Amen. We will come to look at emphasis on... Sorry. That is where we are at the bottom. We will come to look at the relationship between faith, the level of intimacy, and spiritual preparedness. We have looked at that. Sorry. So we, we are looking at exposition of Matthew 25. Um, the, what it means to be wise, what it means to be foolish... And then a biblical background or context to Jewish weddings. You understand why the wedding was, the background was at midnight. Jewish weddings were celebrated actually at midnight. They were celebrated at night, starting at the rising of the evening star. Hallelujah. So you come to understand that. And then we will look at emphasis on personal responsibility. That is another major one. It's a whole something on its own. That we will look at what it means to to trim the lamp, the lamp and the oil. Then we'll come to look at summary of the parable, preparedness, watching and praying. We'll come to look at preparation through striving for mastery. We'll look at what the oil means. What is the meaning of that oil? And striving, what did I say? Preparation through striving for mastery. And then... <coughs> I keep scrolling. We will look at the oil of sustenance by the Holy Spirit. And then, a whole lot of things over there too. Then we will now come and look at the need of the, the need for the oil of intimacy by the Holy Ghost. The need for the oil of intimacy by the, the need for the oil of intimacy by the human spirit for preparedness. Then we will now look at how to cultivate the oil of intimacy. Hallelujah. And then we'll come to healthy desires worth testing for. So you can imagine, <laughs> it's, it's a whole something. 
I, I, we might even get three or four sessions out of this. Three or four sessions might even come out of this, but I trust God to help us. Amen. Because even as another session is here to come, I'm sure the Holy Spirit is going to minister to me again. Hallelujah. So you want to lift your voice and just thank God for today's session. What I was sharing with us, they are not titles I've written without notes. They are titles with long, lengthy notes. You know, sometimes I can just write bulletins and then the Holy Spirit teaches from the, those bulletins. This ones, they are bulletins and notes. I mean notes. I mean things that the Holy Spirit whispered. So there is a lot to be done. Amen. You want to tell God, you want to tell God that Lord, even as I live here, draw me nearer, draw me closer, and give me an upper room experience in the name of Jesus. Through your word, draw me nearer, Lord. Holy Spirit, draw me nearer, nearer. Draw me nearer to you, O God. Closer to you, O God. Show me, Holy Spirit. Let me feel the way Jesus feels about loving me. Holy Spirit, reveal the Father's glory to me and impart his love to me. In the name of Jesus, draw me nearer, draw me closer in intimacy and in love. In the name of Jesus, let me feel the same way Jesus feels about loving me. Oh, sweet Holy Spirit, reveal the Father's glory and love to me. Impart his love to me. In the name of Jesus, oh God, that I may know and comprehend with all saints what is the length and the depth and the breadth and the height of your love, which path, which passeth knowledge. In the name of Jesus, grant me deeper upper room experiences of your love. In the name of Jesus Christ, I do not want to re remain in a place of shallow dealings with you, shallow waters with you. I want to go deeper, Jesus. I want to go deeper, Jesus. I want to go deeper, Jesus. Oh God, to to encounter the fierceness of your love in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, flood light the eyes of my understanding. Grant unto me extra oil, extra oil for intimacy, extra oil for intimacy, extra oil. Me komani Messiah, extra oil, the oil of intimacy, the oil of preparedness, the oil of gladness, the oil of God to wait and to fall out from the faith so that when you come oh god you find faith on the earth you find me in faith not out of faith in the name of the lord jesus christ i bless you lord i give you praise i give you glory in the name of jesus hallelujah hallelujah if you are blessed tonight i want you to type thank you jesus even if we didn't get enough time for the teaching <laughs> then i mean you know definitely that there wouldn't be enough, enough time for any personal prophetic prophet, prophetic ministrations or personal prophecies. Amen. The word is more heavier, more satisfying. Hallelujah. More satisfying. Even though God spoke to one person, it is enough. Hallelujah. Your case is still before God and He is on your case. Hallelujah. So we meet again. Tomorrow is Thursday. Definitely, we will have to substitute tomorrow's meeting. Prayers for married and single will shift it to Friday. Tomorrow, God willing, we will have another session. Amen. So that I can go deeper. Amen. So, um, get ready for that encounter. Invite friends. Click the plus button if you haven't followed us. 
please click the plus button to follow the podcast so that when we come live you get a notification amen and um, we have a lot of teachings i want to point you once again to the teachings more than 200 published episodes um they are free for downloads and everything um we have many many teachings i can't mention them the podcast is about ending in a few seconds so just click on the icon burning ones look, look below the dashboards when you click the icon burning ones it comes click on published podcast it will open you see plenty of them listen and be blessed they are all for free amen um so until we meet again keep burning for jesus talk to somebody about jesus remember that god is counting on you may the lord bless and keep you may he cause his face to shine upon you may the lord lift up his countenance upon you may he be gracious unto you and give you peace people of god until we meet again shalom i love you all i love you all so 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 much god bless you all for coming bye 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 i am a living testimony to the faithfulness of god i am a living testimony to his grace to his goodness i have